Welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. On today's broadcast, we're continuing the message we began at the beginning of the week that's part of the Pillars of Salvation series. Bishop Clark uses the ninth chapter of Matthew, verses 10 through 13, as the backdrop for part two of the message, The Power and Purpose for Repentance. That's six years? Six years of 550 a month? Think about it. And I'm pleading, I'm pleading, please, I'm pleading, I'm pleading, I'm pleading, starting to feel like Keith Sweat pleading. <laughs> pleading, pleading, I'm pleading Keith Sweat style. Please, don't do it, please. Still go out there and get it. Because it's hard to change your mind. That's why the scripture says, bend the plant while it's young. When you first get in the kingdom of God, you need to learn these things, these things that I'm talking about right now. Before you get full of your faith and full of your prosperity and full of your knowledge of how you want to do and what you want to do in the kingdom and start learning what he already did for you so you can appreciate it because he will bend you into the proper mold that you need to be in. And that's grateful for what he does. And you have not a made up mind, but an open mind for change. A renewed mind is what you really need, not a made-up mind. You're dangerous if you got your mind made up and I won't turn back. But you got to keep your mind flexible. Once you make it up, nobody, nobody can tell you. I can preach all day, come from the scripture. The law of first truth says you're going to believe the person who taught you first. Long dresses is sanctification. So anytime you see a lady coming into the church with pants on, you want to take some type of sheet over them. Every time. This is not the age we're in now. You're not going to be able to cover up everybody. It's too much uncovered. Somebody need to tweet that. It's too much uncovered for you to cover up anything. That kind of religious stuff needs to go. Well, you can see Pandela, I understand that. We're going to be discreet here at the altar. But every time, we got to watch that. You'll be saying, that ain't holy. That ain't, what is holy? Explain it to me. Is it holy to hate your brother and sister in church? To look at them and can't stand them? Can't stand, that ain't holy. But nobody would know it, right? Man looks on the outer appearance. Man can look at you, oh, that one must be holy. And that one, and God said, no, you don't know what's in the heart. There's hatred in the heart. There's wrath in the heart. There's discontentment in the heart. Thank you, God. 
It's hard to change a made up mind. But that's what repentance is all about. Is when God has a way of changing your mind. Thank you Jesus. Has he changed any minds in here? How many of you were going in one direction. And you make your life now is heading in a whole different direction. And anybody in here saved. Say I'm saved. That's right I'm saved. I turned away. And I turn to God. It means change of mind. Let's show you the true repentance where it first comes from. Write it down. Repentance is also a sense of remorse or regret for past conduct. A sense of remorse or regret for past conduct. Genesis 6 and 6. The first time I see repentance in the Bible didn't come from man. It came from God himself. When man fell into sin, he hid himself. He did not say, I'm sorry. He got afraid. He became very afraid and covered his sins with fig leaves, that which is fading. Scripture says God took coats of skin and covered their flesh, which means he had to kill an animal. Genesis 6 and 6, and the Lord regretted or repented that he had made man on the earth. And he was grieved in his heart. Now, he's, here you see the first reference to repented. It's God saying, I regret what I did. Now, I want you to see this now. I regret that I made you. Think about that. That would be equivalent to a mother saying to a child, I regret that I gave you birth. We all would say, whoa, you're going too far now. But you got to understand, God says, you hurt my original intent for you has been so lost. I made you in my likeness and in my image to do great things. And you're going the entire opposite way that it made me say, I'm sorry. And regret the fact that I form you. I want you to see that because you got to let it sink in for a while. You think you're tired? You think you're tired? You got to understand what it's like if he loves, if God so loved the world that he gave his son and he slew him from the foundation of the world. I want you to think about what he had to feel now. To make this claim. To see millions and millions of people. You read the sixth chapter. It says that, that the man became so wicked that it just it was. A, it's, this is not the first time this has happened. He actually sent a flood in. It was so wicked. You see it in chapter nine. But he repented that he made man in chapter six. Look at this. So the Lord said, I will destroy, blot out, and wipe away mankind. This is verse 7. Whom I have created from the ground, the face of the ground. Not only man, but the beast, and the creeping things, and the birds, and the air. 
for it grieves me and makes me regret that I made them. This is a serious indictment. What I'm trying to pull out is to show you that when you really repent, you grieve over what you did. You don't say, I got caught. <laughs> or it wasn't me. <laughs> you actually go, you walk away with a sense of, man, wow, I regret that I did that. That wasn't right. And I wonder how many of us allow ourselves to get there. Well, okay, if I offended you, I'm sorry. If I offended you, I'm crying. What do you mean? If I, you see him crying. Oh, oh if, I, if I offended you, I'm sorry. Not, I'm re I really regret that I said that to you. I can tell it hurt. True repentance, if you ever engage in it, things will change. Because some things you won't repeat after you go through this. If you're really sorry for what you've done. Especially when you see the end result of it. Thank you, Lord. I remember at one time in my life getting really hurt in a relationship. And uh, uh, really hurt. I was a young man, got hurt in a relationship. I stayed in bed for three days. I stayed in bed for three days. Turn on one side, turn on the next. I couldn't believe what I saw. I walked up on a scene and saw, I saw the girl that I liked with another man, an older guy. And the way he was handling, he grabbed her and he moved her. I was opening the door for her, but he grabbed her without saying, you know, nice things. And she took it. It hurt me deep. I never said nothing. I saw it. I said, whoa. It wasn't the fact that he patted on the butt. He smacked her hard. Pow! <laughs> she didn't say what? She just took it. Do I have to say any more? <laughs> That'll make you lay down for three days too, right? <laughs> I'm preaching, man. Oh, they know. I don't take this. I don't take that. It just depends on who the person is. <laughs> I'm kind, opening doors. This right this way, the usher. That was the usher. I still cry over it, man. It's still. Well, anyway, he was a thug, and um, she married him and had three kids, and he beat her down, moved her to Atlanta. She found out he was doing that to many. So she called me. Now, I've, I've started growing now. And when I heard her voice, I was home at my mom's house. She called my mom's house, and I answered the phone, and I heard the voice, and I said, you calling me now? I said, you like abuse? King hung up the phone. <laughs> Says you like it. 
since you like. That's why you go out there in the street. You don't need me out in the street. I need to be saved. I'm revengeful by nature. Repentance saved my soul. This is a true story. I heard a voice. She was crying and going on. I said, oh, you caught, what, what? You like abuse, right? Shame. My mom said, what are you doing? I said, you stay out of that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I got this. I needed Jesus, you know. For me to do what I'm doing now, he changed. That's why you want to judge me, judge me. I'm telling you where I was. And then he turned my heart around. And when I repented and really gave my heart to God, that flagged up in my mind. I regretted that I hung the phone up like that. Because she was crying out. I don't have to deal with you, but I didn't have to be that. Is there anything you really regret? This is the crust. This is the foundation of repentance. Do you really regret it? If you do, God can deal with you. If you regret it, here's the next move, turn. Now, very few scriptures where God really shows man what he intended. He says, I regret that I even made you. That's pretty severe, Lord. Please help us. Please help us, God. Please help us. Here's our scripture again, Matthew 9. Jesus is reclining in the, in the tabernacle. In the, at the table in the house and the, the tax collectors and, and deep sinners they come in they start reclining with him so he wasn't he was reclining he's re, in a relaxed state he's like this he's reclining he's like this the Lord is relaxed and here comes tax collectors and they start reclining with him hanging out they weren't sitting up like we would say in church they're kind of laid back and people outside saw that. I want you to see God in the midst of sinners. In other words, God watching me on that phone call. He's reclined. All he's looking for me to do is to become godly sorry. And then he can change my life. He's not sitting there going, he wants to, he wants to shoot an arrow at me. He said, I came for you. I came for the per You're the one sick, Clark. You're so angry, you can't see straight. You're so into yourself, you can't hear a person crying out. She don't need another abuser. Help me, Lord. I didn't know. I didn't know you had more for me. You wanted me to heal the one that hurt me? You want me to heal the one that hurt me? You see that kind of greatness in me? 
that kind of power and ability to take the one who wounded me, take the knife out of my back, throw it away, heal my own wounds. You did that and then turn around and mend yours. Yeah. Not only her, for multiples. That's what I put in you. But if you don't get yourself right and repent, you'll never see it happen. The Bible said there were many tax collectors and wicked folk, sinners came and sat with him reclining too. Here come the Pharisees, Sadducees, Pharisees, religious folk. They saw this and said, why is he sitting with them eating meat? These people are permanently sinful. Preeminently sinful. Inherently ignorant and sinful. <laughs> I mean, they were born that way. <laughs> Thank you, God. All of us was born in sin and shaping in iniquity. Jesus said, listen. Those who are strong and well and healthy, they have no need for a physician. But those who are weak and sick. In other words, you're okay. You didn't do anything, that's fine. Then you stay in the fold. But I came to seek and to save that which is lost. To seek for them? Yeah. I got the revelation. He came to seek when we do wrong. He's the one saying, you need to come home. Moses' brother had this tendency. We, my dad would say, stay, my mom would say, stay in the front yard, right? Not Junior. He's always got to go down to the end of the street. <laughs> now, I would go to the edge of the yard. And look down the street. But Nick... <laughs> It's gone. Ping. He was always that way. And I will always say, I will always say to him, Nick, it's time to come home. He said, hold up, fella, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> he was always that way. He and I went to Fort Pierce Beach. We left Tattersville, had a car, we drove to Fort Pierce Beach, and he had a cast. He's out there in the water with the girl. Hey, what's up? I said, I said Nick, it's time to go home. Said, Hold up, fella. We're in a church that told us that we couldn't go to the movies, so we came to Fort Pierce and went to a movie theater. We snuck away. We, went to, we saw Firefox. And so Nick and I were in there, and the movie was so, because we didn't grow up watching movies, this was our first movie together, we were making a lot of sound. Oh, ooh, yes, wow. Like, this is true story. <laughs> I was like, whoa, talk about my God, you know. <laughs> Everybody was like, you know, you, shh, you're messing up the movie. We didn't care. We didn't, we didn't care. <laughs> This is a true story. All of y'all that think you ain't got no love, no life, I'm telling you what it's like. I went through that. I know what time it is. 
man, we were giving each other a high five. My God, I, I'm very expressive, especially when I was a kid. Especially if something excited me, if no one else was laughing, I would be the only one laughing. If it, if it was funny to me, I mean, I'd laugh until I was falling out. In this movie, everything was going on, I was going off. Wow! Whoa! Yes! I mean, I was so expressive. <laughs> And when we left the movie, right, we were talking about it. We got back to my car, and the keys were locked up in the car. I said, oh, no, God is punishing us, man. God, forgive me. I said, I'll tell you this. It's a true story. He said, shut up, man, hold up. I knew we shouldn't have done it. He said, shut up. I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, God. <laughs> Nick said, hold up. And he went and found a clothes hanger somewhere. He asked somebody for a clothes hanger. And he came back. And he stuck it through the window and said, see what I told you? And he popped the lock. <laughs> we got in real quiet, <laughs> headed home. <laughs> he didn't bring it up, and no, neither did I. But true repentance is to regret, right? It's <laughs> to regret something that you've done. When you do, God will open up doors for you. I really believe he was watching my heart. Even though the teaching was erroneous, I believed it. God wasn't about to strike us down because we went to a movie. Recently, I'll say this in close, recently I had a, a vision of seeing myself as a child. Just as clear, I was asleep. But it, was, it couldn't have been a dream. It was, it was deeper. I'm standing as a man. I walk up to a glass. And I can see my first grade class. And I know I'm there because I see all of my classmates. But I couldn't see myself until I slid over. And stepped up in the window. And I can see myself sitting while all of the students were standing on the first tier, second tier, third tier. And if someone was about to take a picture, and I realized that I would not be seen in the picture because I'm sitting. So I leaned closer to look at myself. And when I did, my eyes told me while I was sitting. My eyes told me that the teacher said to me, someone in authority, sit down though I didn't understand it I was trained to be obedient my eyes told me that though I didn't understand it I would have been hidden through the teaching that I received to not fight authority to not question authority but to just be obedient and that can only survive if the teacher is righteous. 
And I cried and cried and cried and cried because I saw my innocent self kept out of a picture photo that would never be seen by future generations because of bad instruction from someone in authority. And some of you are hidden and will never be seen until you get the right teaching on repentance. Repentance is not to diminish you. It opens you up for the grace. Because the benefit of it is forgiveness. That you'll never know. We'll never see the photo of forgiveness. If you won't rise and stand in the picture of repentance. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired? Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 2534. That's reference number 2534. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. I want to invite you to Truth Reveal International Ministries, uh, a place where we are in the business of saving souls. We strengthen families, we shape leadership, and we serve this generation. In coming to the church, I believe you're going to get a good, good worship experience. Your life will be transformed in the presence of God. But you're also going to get a word from God, a word that's going to impact your life for an eternal purpose. I want to encourage you to come out and visit with us. We don't meet strangers. We just love on the people of God. 
smile and a handshake, pressing palms, and kissing our sons is what we do. We love you, and I'd like to see you soon. Until next time, I'll see you at Truth Revealed.